Welcome to another episode on beliefs. In this episode, we dig deep into the sources of success or failure, and those sources are beliefs and values. Values and beliefs are really the driving force behind everything you do. As used often, the iceberg example is a good one. How many of you have watched the movie Titanic? I'm sure most of us have. But let me ask you this. Do you know why I'm taking an example of the iceberg while I talk about beliefs? So we know that an iceberg has only 10% of its total mass above the water, while 90% is underwater. But that 90% is what the ocean currents act on and what creates the iceberg's behavior at its tip. Now, why did the Titanic sink? Because it could just see the 10% of the total mast, but that too when it was about to hit it. Now, why am I telling you that? This iceberg example actually helps us understand the value of underlying beliefs. As I said, the 10% of the total mass of the iceberg is above water and 90% is under the water. And that's what the ocean currents act on. Underlying beliefs similarly lie below the surface. We may not see them, but they're there. And they're often the reason we don't start or complete the journey towards what we truly want. Underlying beliefs are the core beliefs, values, thoughts, and judgments we hold about ourselves and others. They're formed over time, from the very minute we are born. Some are passed on to us by family, some come from our community, and some from our experiences in life. Underlying beliefs are like our normal, everyday beliefs, but they often sit under the surface and we are not aware of the role they are playing in our behavior. These beliefs are ideas, thoughts, and assumptions we perceive as absolute truths. They're emotional and psychological and often irrational. They're formed through our experiences and interactions with the world and make up our mental model. Some beliefs we are unaware of and often do not serve us, but rather hold us back from pursuing our goals and living freely and fully to our potential. Underlying beliefs often live alongside more conscious stated beliefs and can often be maintained our whole lives. However, sometimes our conscious thoughts can conflict with or even be in complete opposition to a belief and this is where they become problematic. There are times when no matter how hard we try, we are unable to experience that which we say we want in our lives. We set a goal keep trying to make it happen, but it just doesn't occur. This experience can be frustrating and detrimental to our confidence and self-esteem. But actually, this is an opportunity to reframe our perspective and explore alternative beliefs. By approaching the experience with curiosity and inquiry, we can unlock the belief that stops us from achieving our goal. Before we can reframe our perspective, to replace the beliefs that do not serve us with a belief that empowers us, we need to understand the concept of values and beliefs. You must understand the power of your beliefs to impact the quality of your life. 
your beliefs and values work together to determine how you are going to feel values are the target or the end we aim to fulfill but beliefs are the means that help us get that target let me repeat that values are the target or the end we may aim to fulfill but beliefs are the means that helps us get that target what do i mean well let me ask you a question for example is it possible for someone to have a value let's say one thing is their value is success in life not a classic example let's say a business person a lot of business people i work with i ask them what's most important to you they say success okay that's wonderful so the question is what has to happen for them to be successful what i find out is the target is the values but how do they know if they have hit the target or not that's based on their beliefs and the beliefs are generalizations that you have made rules you have set up for yourself about what has to happen for you to experience a certain result in your life we have rules we all have rules like what i call if then else statements for example if i make enough money then i'm successful or if i am enough people like me then i'm successful the fundamental feelings of pain and pleasure are the controlling forces of our life that's true but specifically you and i throughout our lives have learned to give labels for different levels of pain and different levels of pleasure and those labels are what we call values Specifically if i said to you which would you rather have success adventure outrageousness love comfort or feelings of security actually pick one of those which one would you pick if you only have one of those which one of those states would you pick well it's different for everyone some people say well it's clear to me i want to absolutely have success that's what life about Other people are like success is nice but you know you can succeed and still not be adventurous. Another person says I want to be an adventurer but I I still want to be outrageous. Other people go well that's all nice but what I want is love and you can have all these other things but if you don't feel loved you don't have anything. Another person passes by and says no 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 I mean you can be loved but still not feel comfortable who wants to be loved and be in pain all the time now this says i want to be comfortable other people say for god's sake i just want to feel secure so you get what i'm saying right that brings us to the concept of moving towards and moving away from values all of us have learned to take different words that we call emotions and given levels of importance We have learned to value other feelings at varying intensity levels. All of these emotions for most people are pleasurable. Think about it. Feeling victorious, outrageous, adventurous, loved, comfortable and secure. But you don't value all these states at the same level. So how can we use this understanding to affect our lives well? We all have a hierarchy of values that guides our everyday focus. In other words, the fact is that at any moment in time human beings are deleting most of what's going on around them. We need to pay attention to everything. We only pay attention to a small band of our experience. What we pay attention to and what we pay focus on 
is based on our values. Our values tells us what states we should pay attention to because they are going to give lots of pleasure. And we also have some values that we pay attention to because we want to avoid those values at any cost. We call one of the values which we want to move towards as moving towards values like power, success, adventure, happiness, security, states that would create pleasure. We also have a set of values, a twin target that we are trying to avoid. We call those moving away from values, which are states like frustration, anger, physical pain or depression. You get the idea, right? States that you again would try to avoid. Now leaving those states, you do not value equally. Let me ask you this. Which of, which of these states would you avoid most? Which would you do the most to prevent? Frustration, anger, physical pain, humiliation, embarrassment or de depression? Let me go through this again. Which of these states would you do the most to avoid? Not only would you pick one of those as the one you would avoid most, but you would put those in order or what we call a hierarchy of importance. That is, which ones would you do the most to avoid a ladder of importance? That's what it is. So you have a ladder of importance to list out your moving towards values as well as list of values that you want to move away from. That, that brings us to how does our brain decide on values. Okay, now we list down moving away from, moving towards. Now how do we decide on the values? Like which values do we choose? So try this in your mind. Imagine that here's how your brain works. Our brain tries to do virtually anything to avoid significant painful experiences. And it's trying to do almost anything you can to gain pleasure. So whenever something comes up in life, let's say you've got an opportunity to go skydiving. How does your brain decide whether it will do this or not? Well, it does it by first evaluating. That's what it does. Consider valuing the experience and then your brain says whether it will lead to pleasure or pain. Part of how it does that is it looks at what you think is essential in life. If you've got all kinds of acknowledgement and rewards for being outrageous, playful and adventurous, it's highly likely maybe you have had some experiences where you were afraid. You felt so incredible that your brain made a neuro association that said adventure means total pleasure. If that's true, it's highly likely on your values list, in other words, the priorities you hold in your life and what to move towards, it does have adventure in the list. Now, how do we evaluate the states? Am I making sense until now? Okay. In other words, you will do a lot to gain in the states of adventure and outrageousness. They are like high on the list. Does that make sense? Freedom, outrageousness, power, excitement are on your list. It's also likely that up at the top is not security right now because you're adventurous. Because maybe you have been reinforced that security is ex excellent, but it can also be a prison. Now think about the personality of the person who says, let's say one, number one value in life is adventure. And as you go down their list, if you get to the bottom of the list, maybe you got something like 25 levels down, they have something called security. Can you get an idea what the person's personality might be? Like if you ask them, they said, like I'm going skydiving. What do you think the happiness they have in giving that response? 
Now there's another person who has their number one value as security and you invite them to go for skydiving. Now either they'll go with you to avoid losing your friendship because they feel threatened, their friendship feel threatened, but still the number one value is security but they'll be a little bit more scary rather way lot scarier than the person whose number one value is adventure or being outrageous. So now if we swap their values from being security to be number one to adventure being number one, do you think the personality will change or will that person remain the same? Does it make sense? If I tell you somebody's number one value in life is freedom and that's the primary focus of their life, does that give you an idea of how they will probably approach their life? They're likely sensitive to losing their freedom. They don't want anything taken away. How do you think they'll feel about commitment? Well, it's highly likely, not in every case, but highly likely that's something that sometimes they're a bit concerned about because it might be a constraint. What if I told you I know this other person's number one value is security again? How do you think you can picture how would they would approach life? What kind of relationships they might have? How they would look at activities and possibilities? Quite differently, wouldn't you agree by now? What would happen if one day we took somebody whose number one value in life was adventure and put it back down 25 levels and make uh, security their top list of importance? Do you think the adventurous person is going to become like a person who loves security and doesn't want to take adventure for any reason? you better believe it, it's going to change the priorities of their entire life. It changes how they look at everything, how they evaluate everything, physical actions, behavior, ultimate destiny. Knowing this concept helps you find out precisely what your current values and beliefs are. I have this as a part of my coaching program. In the coaching session, we determine a person's present values and find out what they want most in life. And they may not even be aware of that consciously. We also find out where the things they're trying to avoid because our lives are shaped by what we want most, but also what we fear most. So if you're interested to know about my coaching program, you can head to my website and look for it. But for this session, we're talking about beliefs. And what we're going to focus on is how the beliefs and values are interrelated and how we set rules that decides that what we are going to value the most. Now you have a list. Underline any of the values you think are your top two values out of like uh, security, adventure, power, whatever it is, like moving towards and moving away from values. All right. So do this exercise for me. Pause the tape and go ahead and try it. Okay, welcome back. So now how do we find our values? You just did the exercise. But I want you to understand the power of understanding and using your values. The first key is to know what they are. So how do we determine our values? Well, the first thing you have to do is ask yourself a simple question. It's a different question for different types of values. If you want to find out you're moving towards values, the values you're trying to get to, or the values you're trying to experience, 
to get pleasure, you ask yourself the question. You should stop the tape, even to write this down or remember it to save yourself repeatedly. What's most important to me in blank? What's most important to me in blank? In other words, if I say what's most important to me, I'll get my life values. So you might say what's important in my life? Contributing, making a difference, growth, happiness, joy, physical health, being vibrant, intense, passionate, and making a difference, anything. All of these elements which actually gives you pleasure. Those are the states that drive any human being and is essential in everybody's life. Now we write down what else is most important to me. So first what you write, what is, what's most important in blank? And then what else is most important to me? And you wrote them all down. Now something may come up when you do this. What's most important in my life is family. What's most important in my life? Some people say money. What's most important in my life is success. Well, being thriving is a value. It's a feeling. It's a state. But money and family are what we call means values. And what you want to find out is your end values. Money is not an end. It's a means. The only reason people want money is what they think money will give them which many times it doesn't but I think okay if I have money then I have more power I have more choice or I could contribute or I would be more accessible or whatever the case may be they only want money for its end not for the means what if I want to find out my values in business I would say well what's most important to me in my career or in my business and I begin right now what else is important in my business or what's most important in my job what else is important in my job what's essential for me in a company I work with then I begin to make a list and I say well I get a chance to express myself the ability to contribute the opportunity to make a difference you could find out your values in a relationship by saying what's most important to me in a personal connection and you might find out there say well got freedom power passion I don't know what it is you say but you make a list so that's step one ask yourself the question what's most important in my life or what's most important in blank and what else is important to me step two is what are you going to find out is what are the values of states you're trying to avoid because remember your brain will do more to avoid pain than it'll ever do to gain pleasure so you better find out what those values are too so let's take a look at those what are the feelings or states you do almost anything to avoid make a list what are some of the emotional feelings some of the emotions you do almost anything to avoid now some people have a hard time with this one but if you have a hard time just ask yourself what are some of the feelings I have had that I hate that I don't want to experience what does my life look like I felt really lousy and you'll come up with anything like frustration anger embarrassment overwhelm disappointment I don't know what it is for you but make a list of those as well so that's step one to finding out your values why do you want to find out your values because you want to know what is your brain focused on see if you know your values you know what your brain is paying attention to most if you change your values you change your destiny because you change what you focus on and pay attention to daily and what you notice is what you behave and act on and therefore the results in your life you literally set a whole new set of causes and motion and get a whole new sets of effects it takes you to a new level and ultimately a new destiny rather going and changing them Let's start 
with finding out what they are because you may find some conflicts you may find you have something on your list like maybe number 1 on your list is something like success but health is not even on your list well guess what can you really be successful without health there's no such thing like success without health nobody is successful on their deathbed so write down your values take the step 1 and step 2 the step 1 to remind you it was what's most important in life what else is most important to me in life and then you're going to write down step 2 what states you definitely want to avoid or you have been avoiding in the past at any cost okay my friends so we come to the concept of beliefs You must be wondering why am I talking about beliefs again? We just spoke about it. No, we spoke about values. We spoke about moving towards values, moving away from values. How do we evaluate those values? How do we select them? So we are looking for the end values and not the means. Now we come to beliefs. Where did your values come from in the first place? Are they the result of intelligent choices and a master plan? Hardly in most cases. The values, the things that you pay attention to as being most important are the result of a mismatch of human experience. Have you done things or had painful experiences and pleasurable experiences in your brain? Just you made some jumble of new associations. Your values come from maybe from your parents and how do you get your values it gets installed it's pretty simple values come out of pain and pleasure that's how they happen you were growing up and when you did things that your parents really liked your mom who is probably one of the major people traditionally at least to install values you did something she liked and you immediately get rewarded you got attention you got held you got loved simultaneously if you did something it didn't like like sorry they didn't like that wasn't in alignment where they thought was right or their values immediately what happened was rejection which you hated so now you have association that if you do something which they are happy about you feel good that's pleasure now eventually you grow up right so for example let's let's state the childhood stage so in the real world we meet other people who have different other values like you may have met other kids your values got shaped there again because what happened as these little kids you have to play by their rules or they had to play by yours and you had to figure out how that worked out and by the way if you didn't work with him at all on the rules if you didn't live by someone else's rules as well you might have got pain of not having a friendship get what i'm saying so now you grow up then you meet your teachers your teachers affect your values then you eventually get a job or you go to college you meet people they set your values it's your choice but they do have an effect on it the next you grow up and get a job now if you don't follow the values which that company follows you're not going to get a get the job and then moving up is going to be difficult if your values do not align to the values of that company 
So you either decide you're not going to play the game which creates values or you decide you're going to play the game and then you make some shifts in your values. Now that doesn't mean they're bad shifts, maybe they're empowering shifts. Sometimes you develop better values, but the point is they're affected because if you don't live by those values, you're probably not going to get promoted or get a job. Because the people who decide they're going to do that based on their own values so constantly they are being shifted they are being affected by their role models by their heroes now there's a negative part to it too there are kids who get inspired by anti heroes like they may love the music but they don't know if that musician takes drugs we don't want people to follow the wrong values by creating a role model who might be good in one but might lead to some other values being instigated so we have to be very careful in the choice of values or allow people or allow kids to choose values based on what empowers them not something which puts them in a state from where they can't revive remember the brain is always trying to avoid pain and gain pleasure the only way it decides what to do is to go inside your head and says how does this relate to the experience this person has had will it relate to the kinds of things the person thinks are pleasurable or it can relate to something which created pain so we have to remember the twin targets the moving away from and the moving towards these are the twin targets that are driving you so for now the thing i want you to understand is they drive you and i want you to stand guard in, in your mind to choose the right values and know what they are you need to know what your values are i don't want to confuse you with lots of concepts here but try to rewind this audio tape and try to go back to the step 1 and 2 to identify your values the ends values not the means values and then try to see that the goal you have does that need need you to have a different set of values and decide whether you need a shift in your values right now go and do this exercise and let me know shoot out an email to me and let me know how did you feel about this exercise until then signing off stay blessed bye